following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. Your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show for the first hour of our show. Tom, it's over to you. Powered by Dupree Financial Group. So what are we going to call this relationship? 25 years into it, I, I call it a long haul. That's good enough for me. All right, this is Psalm 79. Sorry, all you feel good. Gooders, this one a little rough. Psalm 79, King James Version. O oh God, the heathen are come into thine inheritance. Thy holy temple have they defiled. They have laid Jerusalem on heaps. The dead bodies of thy servants have they given to be meat unto the fowls of the heaven the flesh of thy saints under the beasts of the earth. Their blood they have shed like water round about Jerusalem. and There was none to bury them. We are become a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and derision to them that are round about us. How long, O Lord, wilt thou be angry forever? Shall thy jealousy burn like fire? Pour out thy wrath upon the heathen that have not known thee, and upon the kingdoms that have not called upon thy name, for they have devoured Jacob and laid waste his dwelling place. O remember not against us former iniquities. Let thy tender mercies speedily prevent us, for we are brought very low. Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of thy name, and deliver us, and purge away our sins for thy name's sake. Wherefore should the heathen say, Where is their God? Let him be known among the heathen in our sight by the revenging of the blood of thy servants which is shed. Let the sighing of the prisoner come before thee, according to the greatness of thy power. Preserve thou those that are appointed to die, and render our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom, 
their reproach, wherewith they have reproached thee, O Lord. So we, thy people, and sheep of thy pasture, will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. Psalm 79. I want to read an article that has just kind of uh, summarized a lot of things that I've been thinking recently in my white upper middle class way of thinking. That being not a method of my own contrivance, but an accident of birth, if you will. But as leftists would have us believe that uh, my thinking is uh, inevitably uh, connected to my uh, whiteness and my... Um, being an oppressor. I'm not sure who it is that I'm supposed to be oppressing, but maybe I should go find somebody. Or not. Yeah. This is called The Fight of Our Lives by H.W. Crocker III. It's in Crisis Magazine. Imagine... An NBA basketball court, court emblazoned with the slogan, Unborn Lives Matter. Imagine the NFL sponsoring our first Freedom Month, celebrating religious liberty, or even just imagine players standing for the national anthem. Imagine state legislatures restoring all the statues and monuments vandalized in 2020, including statues of Christopher Columbus, who was easily the most frequently targeted. It's not just Confederates or the founders that the leftists hate, it is the colonial white Christian settlement of the Americas. Imagine, if you can, any politician reinstalling a statue of Robert E. Lee with these words, I am very happy to take part in this unveiling of the statue of Robert E. Lee. All over the United States, we recognize him as a great leader of men and a great general. But also, all over the United States, I believe we recognize him as something much more than that. We recognize Robert E. Lee as one of our greatest American Christians and one of our greatest American gentlemen. 
I'd like to talk about that for a moment. What is a Christian? What is a saint? The Apostle Paul was perhaps one of the best-known Christians of all time. Yet he took part in murder and carnage and uh, destruction of the Christian church, killing people prior to his conversion. And yet he is, he is known for that which he did after his conversion, not before. Because in Christianity is forgiveness and transformation. Lee was a general trained at West Point raised in Virginia, who, like many of his day, reluctantly became a part of an army opposed to the Army of the United States of America because he came from a time and place where um, fidelity to state and uh, country, that is where he was raised, where he came from, was, uh, was more important than, than fidelity to a, a notion of union which had gotten to the point where it was not a union at all between the North and the South. By the way, this started at, or it didn't just start it, it came before the Constitutional Convention. So that it was happening ahead of when we were becoming a nation under a Constitution. After the war, uh, Lee worked harder than probably anybody at reconciliation. Uh, today, the leftists label him as a murderer, want to destroy his statue. Same thing with Andrew Jackson, who despite his many flaws, uh, basically saved us in the War of 1812 from the British at the Battle of New Orleans. Uh, he fought corruption that he saw in the government, the Bank of the U.S., which was rife with all sorts of uh, corruption, fought for the Union 
and uh, but he had a horrific blind spot regarding Native Americans. There can nothing uh, defensible be said about the Trail of Tears or the fact that he didn't uh, free his slaves. But rather than see him as simply a flawed human being that had both good traits and bad, the leftists want to say to essentially it's the cancel culture, write him out of history. Vanderbilt University has a history course on the uh, Constitution and something like 800 students. And in order to avoid flunking the class, you have to sign a statement that says that you agree that the Constitution was a racist document. So this is kind of where we are. <clears throat> Franklin Delano Roosevelt said at a ceremony unveiling a Lee statute in Dallas statue in Dallas in 1936, the statue has been sold and exiled from the city, a better fate than has befallen many other Confederate monuments. Franklin Roosevelt's sentiments were not controversial at the time. Indeed, they were echoed when Baltimore Mayor Thomas D'Alessandro Jr., that's the father of Nancy Pelosi, dedicated statues of Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson in 1948, crediting their generalship as setting a standard that helped the United States win two world wars. Quoting Nancy's daddy, today with our nation beset by subversive groups and propaganda which seeks to destroy our national unity, we can look for inspiration to the lives of Lee and Jackson to remind us to be resolute and determined in preserving our sacred institution. This is what Nancy Pelosi's father said about Robert E. Lee and Stonewall Jackson in 1948. Turning to Stonewall Jackson, he said, in these days of uncertainty and turmoil, Americans must emulate Jackson's example and stand like a stone wall against aggression in any form that would seek to destroy the liberty of the world. But if the Democrats have now abandoned such views, and they have, instead now actively work to undercut Christian values, to undo a patriotic understanding of American history, and to advance statism over liberty, liberty then I think it's to fair to call them the evil party. Now, 
for someone to be Christian or historically noteworthy, that doesn't mean they're perfect. If you look at Abraham in the Bible, he was a guy who told lies. He also was a dawdler. He didn't do what God told him to do in a timely manner. But nevertheless, God called him a man of faith and someone to be emulated. If you think about Moses, the uh, leader of the Israelites, he was a murderer. He killed the Egyptian. Then he ran and hid out in the desert for 40-something years. Finally came back and led the Israelites away from the Egyptians through the Red Sea. Yet God does not describe him as a murderer. He calls him a leader of the people. King David had his best friend killed, knocked up his wife, tried to cover it up, and finally had his friend killed. But he repented. Took him a while. God calls him the uh, great king of Judah. The Democrats and the leftists and some on the Republican side are engaging in um, a form of accusation against historical figures who are not here to defend themselves based only on their worst deeds and do not allow them any room for redemption because it's only through redemption that we see them as whole people. In fact, it seems to me that many great historical figures are also capable of great crimes. But let's talk about Stalin, Hitler, uh, Lenin. Lenin and Stalin, for instance. These are the creators of the movement that the leftists would foist on us. How many murders were they guilty of? You know, we're on the brink We're on the brink. Understand this well. This country's political divisions will never be healed until the iconoclasts 
the book burners and the leftist race baiters are defeated and those monuments go back on their pedestals. Needs to be reversed because this is the only history we've got. I will not stand by, nor will many others, and cringe in fear as these people push their agenda all over us and try to destroy us with their nonsense. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to be afraid. So, you know, well, we got another half, half we got a, got another half hour. I'll talk about it some more. Right, so I guess it's a little music time. This is Jesse Coulter. Uh, somebody Tom suggested for us to play. He's back to his music picking activity again, which I love. Helps me out. So, as Tom said, stay tuned. We're, we got another half an hour ahead of us after this break at the bottom of the hour. We're coming to you from the Dupree Studios on Main Street in Lexington, Kentucky. We'll be back in just a few minutes after the break. Stay tuned. This is what's happening. You are open to expanding the court. I have a right to know where I stand before they vote. Check in throughout the day. No, I don't know Russia money. For the latest updates. Big tech oligarchs need to answer for their censorship. This is fire resurge in cases. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, this is Tom Dupree with Dupree Financial Group. Many people have 401k and 403b plans for their retirement investment accounts. In certain cases, our firm can help participants in these plans manage their investments. This can be helpful because those retirement plans often offer numerous different mutual funds as investment options, and unless the participant is an investment expert, it can be quite confusing. In this case, we put our investment expertise to work for you, the participant. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, Call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP or WLAP.com. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. Untuck It knows that for the past six months, getting dressed for the day has been harder than ever. But did you know that a recent study by the Wall Street Journal says that getting dressed for the workday from home can boost your performance and productivity? You can still look great and stay comfortable in untucked shirts. They're designed to be worn untucked. Plus, they come out of the dryer wrinkle-free. So for your next Zoom call, lose the T-shirt and grab an untucked shirt instead. Use code RADIO for 20% off your next purchase at any untucked store or at untucked.com. Untucked shirts, designed to be worn untucked. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, 
but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent, like Prudential and Mutual of Omaha, and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-589-5599. That's 800-589-5599. 800-589-5599. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. It's another gorgeous fall day across the area, albeit on the chilly side. Temperatures today with plenty of sunshine, only upper 50s to around 60. 60 to 65 for your Sunday as clouds increase, and by Sunday night and Monday, rain and maybe rumbles of thunder. Working into the region, could be some locally heavy rains into the first part of next week. From the WKYT First Alert Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chris Bailey. Broadcasting live 24-7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, And when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. After COVID, can President Trump make a comeback? Greg Kelly says he can win big time. Every weeknight on Newsmax TV, Greg Kelly tells the truth about Trump. Greg speaks with insiders Dick Morris, Ben Stein, Sean Spicer, and more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. Check your guide or see it free on Roku, Zumo, YouTube, Pluto, Apple TV, Chromecast, Amazon Fire, and TVs like Samsung and LG. Watch Greg Kelly tonight on Newsmax TV. Everyone is tuning into Newsmax TV. We live in uncertain times. It is not uncommon for investors to be fearful about the equity markets and what they may or may not do. At Dupree Financial Group, we are here to act as a sounding board for our clients and prospects as they seek to develop understanding of how to proceed with their investments. Since we are in uncharted waters, our efforts are to educate, guide, and empower our clients. Despite the unique nature of today's investment climate, there are parallels with past markets that can be drawn. We can share some of these ideas with you. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show, Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's the Prefinancial Group at 859-233-0400. 630 WLAP. Every time it rains, 
Welcome back to the second half of the Tom Dupree Show for the first hour. What you got now, Tom? Uh, this is more of Jesse Coulter, right? It is more Jesse Coulter. But the song has been around. I'm trying to think who did it. Uh, Clarence White. Anyway. Good song. Okay, I, I got a story here. It's called Big Tech Acting as Dems Pravda. Came out today. This is by Adriana Cohen. Big Tech is the biggest threat to democracy and must be reined in by Congress. Well, no. We have a republic, supposedly. And there's no way in hell the big tech is going to rein in is be reined in by Congress. Did you not see Ted Cruz yesterday? Yeah, I know, but you, you don't have both houses of Congress. You can't really do anything to them. Well, but they're calling them in front of the the Senate. Yeah, they can make them testify and all well, that. Well, that's but a the, that's the, a first though. It's a it. Well, actually, it's, that's it's, not true because they had Zuckerberg there for Facebook yeah, before. It's been it's been done. No, what you do is you create a workaround, which is starting to happen. People are coming up with different platforms. You, you, you put them out of business by not using them as much. It must be reined in by Congress before our rights enshrined in the Congress Constitution protecting free speech and freedom of the press are placed in the dustbins of history. Well... You're, you're, you're wanting to have free speech on their platform, and theoretically they can they can uh, dictate that. But on Wednesday, Twitter and Facebook acted no different than communist state-run media, media organizations that corruptly block the distribution of information and news stories they don't like. These social media networks run by high-tech oligarchs in Silicon Valley, in the tank for the Democrat Party, barred a sourced New York Post story exposing alleged emails between Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and a powerful Ukrainian executive while Hunter Biden was on the board of the Ukraine Natural Natural Gas Company getting paid $50,000 a month despite no industry expertise while Vice President Biden was the point man on Ukraine during the Obama administration. Well, the, the real important takeaway there is that Twitter and Facebook were formed with great ideas. They're technological marvels. You know, Facebook, I don't really use it. I think our company uses it some, but I think it's a bunch of trash. But quite no, f- no it's really not. I, I get a lot of my, mu- yeah. my news off of it. And now that it's, it's, it's good. getting censored, I think it is going to change the path of things. Once the, the we've We found two dogs that got lost on Facebook. For that, I will always be 
What he right. means is we posted a lost and lost someone and, contacted and, and us. And that it's way. amazing how quick it came back. I, I listen. I don't. I probably am abusing that word. There's a lot of stuff that people post on there that's just kind of trash. It's, it's, it isn't. It, it listen, really. If well, it's your stuff, I don't. I don't mean to call it trash, but it's not something I need to be looking at every minute. Well, but your feed is also determined by what you look at. The algorithm yeah. shows you. I know that. That's the part that's a little creepy is how they figure out what to show but you. But you know, that's technology and they've done the research and figured out how the human brain works. But what has happened is that, that there's kind of a unanimity of the way people think that when you give that much power to a company, they will take the power and use it for their own purposes. They will happily take that power and use it against those that don't agree with their own purposes. The flip side of that coin is how does the company get as good at what they do unless they have a lot of users because that draws advertising eyes. What's interesting is it started out as a very social platform where people shared pictures of their kids and pictures yeah. of their dogs and all of a sudden, well, not much, but it probably was a gradual progression. But now it is a very political platform to the point that the Trump campaign is bemoaning that they're putting things up about the Russian probe and, you know, putting that. But the minute something comes up about Biden and this Ukraine thing and um, and even the CNN interview, Nancy Pelosi and Wolf Blitzer. Yeah, um, they didn't want to show that. Th they take all these things down. I, I don't know if that one's down or not, but if you haven't seen that interview, you need to watch it. And Google it. does it, too, with, uh, let me see if the, the that interview uh, is still up on, um, and there's one up called Benghazi Bombshell, which, you know, is, is pretty uh, revealing. Um, Wolf Blitzer Pelosi. That one's still up. Is it up on Facebook, though? It's up, it's up on, on it's CNN. It's up on uh, Google. Yeah, well, the things that are getting people or even people like me and like you will get, um, they'll ding you for posting things that they deem inappropriate. And they can ban you. And they can disable your account after they do, after they ding you enough times. And so that alone gives you pause. Uh, so linking back to the first hour and what I talked about was, I'm sorry, first half hour. What I talked about was, uh, profiles of people who maybe created great sins, but did things to redeem themselves. 
Um, those people are castigated, whereas truly evil people in history are being lifted up and enthroned. And, you know, when you have media platforms that push aside competing ideas away from the ideas that they want to promote, is that a form of evil? Is it? You think it is? Your top, your words tend to be more extreme. I think they. No, I think they could be used for evil purposes, perhaps. That's what. But I don't think that they're necessarily evil. Well, let's put it this way: pretty much in life, there's evil and there's good, and I don't (laughs) think there's a whole lot in between. There, there are things that are, that are evil and that are, there, that are things that are good. I and think, I think the biggest problem I have is this country is what's founded and freedom of speech His freedom has always been a big part of what makes this country great. And when you take people's even the notion in their own minds that they don't have the freedom to post a comment on Facebook because I don't, I don't expect people to agree with me on everything. I don't want them to agree. How boring would a world be if everybody agreed with you? First of all, you're probably in power of something and they're afraid of losing their jobs or whatever, so they agree with you. That's never a healthy environment when everybody agrees with you. Never but, is. But when... when you are subject to malicious attack from people that you don't even know because you have an opinion about something or you, you're in a conversation and they don't agree with what, what you say and so they call you a bigot or a white privilege. They don't even know you. But that's what's going on on some of these. And I don't know that that is evil. I wouldn't classify that as evil. I would classify that as... I would. To call you uh, something like that and, uh, you know, uh, and not even know who you are, yeah. I I think that's evil, you know. Uh, But anyway, that's... Take it the direction you want to go, Tom. Well... In a technological society, there is the chance that companies and people and governments will accumulate a lot of power. And it seems to be the more efficient way of doing things. Jamie Dimon, who's the head of J.P. Morgan Chase and probably a little bit of a socialist himself, or a soft socialist uh, praised China saying it was so easy to get things done in China because you only had to work with this person, that person. Well, 
It's because all the power is concentrated in the government. The people have no power. You know, they are basically subjugated to the government. And here's a guy who's the head of uh, the biggest, if not the biggest bank in the U.S., one of the biggest in the world, supposed to be a free enterprise, lover of freedom, praising China because of how easy it is to get things done there. You know, if you own a big or you control a big tech media company, you have all this power at your disposal. Information is money nowadays. Just if you don't believe it, look at the uh, market cap of Facebook or Google and realize that it's about information. Microsoft, you know, the cloud, Amazon. It isn't a listen, you think Amazon's about selling books? It's about gathering information. That's what it is. It, that, that's why there's this push for artificial intelligence. Anything we can to control and subvert the human spirit. This is the province of he who is the accuser of the brethren. It's, it's evil. I'm going to, I, I don't think it's just happening and we have to do the best we can to fight, to maintain our opinions, to believe what we believe and tell others what we believe, that we believe in what is good, what is beautiful, what is perfect in God's eyes and not have our opinions when we see evil or wrong. This Hunter Biden story is the real deal. But because the media wants to peddle a false narrative, they're going to subvert it. But people will find these things out if they want to. And I, I, I fear that there's a large part of the voting public that really doesn't want to know the truth. They quit seeking the truth a long time ago. That is a truly sad state of existence. If you don't care or don't want to know what the truth is. Media companies are supposed to be about delivering the truth. If you believe that that's what they're into, I got some swampland in Arizona I'll sell to you. You know, it used to be back in the day when I sold radio time at a local radio station. Anytime a politician bought airtime or was offered airtime, and I think that's been the case with, with when politicians have been on this show, we've offered the opportunity to both both candidates on both sides of the, um, and very, rel very rarely will the Democratic Party candidates come on this show. 
Um, but it used to be you had to offer the exact same thing to both parties. I don't think that that's the case now. I don't know what it is or isn't. I thought it was an FCC rule, but that's probably been changed too. Well, like I was saying earlier, and I'll talk about the election a little bit through to our last minute. There is so much at stake in this election. A lot of people have already voted. I've voted. I don't, I'm not suggesting that based on the listener base that I probably have, that I can change anybody's mind. I don't know that there are any Biden voters that probably listen to this show. I'm probably preaching to the choir. I would suggest that everyone try to vote in person if you haven't already requested a uh, absentee well, ballot. Where I did it, it was a pa- it was a paper ballot. You had to right. I think that's the way it is everywhere. It's a paper yeah. ballot, and apparently they send it through a scanner. They, they scan do. it. They make sure that it's been recorded, and then they but tell if, you. But if you believe in freedom, I tell you the biggest thing is abortion. The destruction of human life. Even if you don't believe in God, just the idea that Ginsburg would have passed away when she did and that this person, Amy Barrett, would be potentially put on the Supreme Court knowing what her position is on abortion. Does God not want to end this horrible practice in our world. I'm willing to give up my life to try to help others get theirs. My life is old. I want to see young people be born. Then when you You are not that old. Get aside from that. There are so many other things, regulations, you know, honesty, truth. It just, to me, it is absolutely no comparison of, of, of what, who you would vote for. So, um, well, Tom, I think you took the high road for the most part. I don't know. The listeners probably have no idea how on pins and needles I am sometimes when you get on one of these topics. You really never know exactly where he's going to go, but his heart's definitely in the right place. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, in the second hour of the Tom Dupree show, we will be talking about the financial markets um, and Adarsh Meshru and Philip Sexton will be joining us. Um, I think Tom's talked out for this hour, which doesn't happen too often, but it's, it's a, it's a taxing topic on his heart. And I know that, and I do hope that everyone will go and Try to vote in person. If you've already requested a absentee ballot, of course, you have to use that. I think you can take it to a um, drop box and drop it off, which probably would be wiser than 
depending on the postal service to do it. But please get out there and and vote. It's never been a more important time to to cast your ballot. Stay tuned. Hang with us. We'll be back in just a few minutes with the second half of the hour. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show, coming to you from the Dupree Studios on Main Street. We'll be back in just a few minutes. It's go time, Joe. November 3rd. Time is running out. This is now on. People are voting right now. And it's going to happen right here. News Radio 630 WLAP. We live in uncertain times. It is not uncommon for investors to be fearful about the equity markets and what they may or may not do. At Dupree Financial Group, we are here to act as a sounding board for our clients and prospects as they seek to develop understanding of how to proceed with their investments. Since we are in uncharted waters, our efforts are to educate, guide, and empower our clients. Despite the unique nature of today's investment climate, there are parallels with past markets that can be drawn. We can share some of these ideas with you. For a free analysis of your retirement investment accounts, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. And be sure to listen to The Tom Dupree Show, Saturdays from 7 to 9 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400. 